This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Bell Babies, how are you? This is Big Rye, checking in with you before the episode starts. Uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about breakfast, uh, breakfast cereal, uh, what you're eating for breakfast, how you're taking care of yourself. You know, when I think of breakfast, I think about being a kid, and I think about the kind of cereals that I would have picked for myself as a kid. I was chasing down the the junk, the sugary cereals that that corporate America was selling to me. I'm watching the cartoons. I'm wanting the candy. I mean, you're basically having dessert for breakfast. Uh, I, what, what was going on there? Was I eating my feelings? What was I getting out of that? You know, I, I felt like I was part of the scene. You know, there's kids at school that were eating the hip cereals. I wanted to be like them. But it wasn't good for my body. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't making me feel, might have made my mind feel good. It wasn't making my body feel good. And as I've aged ever so gracefully, I I can't get away with eating that garbaggio anymore. I've got to eat something healthy. I've got to uh, I got to take care of myself. I, I'm I want to have a ripped physique. I hope at some point at least maintain um, a normal weight, a healthy weight. So Magic Spoon has been an incredible boon for me. It's it's checking all the right boxes. It's it's serving that sugary cereal nostalgia that I had from being a kid. And it's also, you know, fitting a, a healthy, more realistic lifestyle that's more sustainable because it's got zero sugar, uh, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving, and only, only 140 calories a serving, okay? It's keto-friendly, it's gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. There's nothing bad about this cereal, Okay. You know, sometimes you get stuff that's that's low sugar, but the calories are out of control, or or vice versa. Whatever's going on, you know, if you're, I'm trying to take protein. I'm doing a protein powder every day. If I can get it in delicious, crunchy tasting cereal, why the hell not? Magic Spoons released a brand new variety pack that now features peanut butter, guys. Okay, they released peanut butter as a limited edition back in 2020, and it sold out three times. It's gotten so much love that they decided to keep it permanent. And add it to the best sellers in the variety pack, which also includes frosted, fruity, and cocoa. Delicious flavors. I'm a cocoa fanatic. I love me some cocoa. Uh, why not have chocolate, especially if it's healthy? Okay, treat yourself. Um, I've been enjoying all the different flavors. I like mixing cocoa and peanut butter together. I'm that kind of freak. I'm that kind of wild man. Mixing that cocoa and peanut butter. Who know who I'm unstoppable when I do that. And it's healthy. It's like a peanut butter cup, but I'm healthy somehow. It's um, yeah. I mean, listen, guys, it's it tastes exactly like that 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 cereal you used to love from your childhood. Um, uh, but it's super nutritious, it's delicious, it's healthy, and it brings joy to your mornings, afternoons, or evenings. You want to stream some TV shows, binge watch, and have a big bowl of cereal? You can! Guilt-free. So here's what I want you to do, guys. I want you to go to Magic Spoon. Dot com slash dumbbells to grab a variety pack and try today. And be sure to use our promo code dumbbells at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and use the code dumbbells to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. 
This is the Dumbbells, a personal fitness podcast where me, I'm Ryan Stanger, and oftentimes Eugene Cordero, wherever he is, Eugene's off shooting a TV show, uh, which is very exciting for him. I don't know anything about that. Uh, we answer questions and uh, have discussions on all things health and fitness, but this is solely based on our own working experience and a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind that we're not doctors, never claim to be, just a couple of dumbbells. Love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the big bad sauna episode. We've been teasing it for years. Uh, well, months, hours, days, really. <laughs> and uh, it's finally here. I brought in a special guest. I brought in a ringer to talk saunas with me. You know him as the number one fuck boy, uh, the glorious co-host of the Action Boys podcast, uh, you know, as well as fuck boy from his High and Mighty podcast and all kinds of TV and other good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the weight room, John Gabris. Namastanger. Namastanger. What's up, babe? <laughs> What's up, brother, man? Uh, Gabris and I, we, we talk a lot, guys. <laughs> yeah, on. we text all day long. <laughs> <laughs> All week long. And I mean, it's, <laughs> it's truly like if I'm not talking to Gabrus and Ben Rogers, we'll throw in there daily. Uh, I feel like weird. I feel like I'm, they're mad at me or something. Yeah, weird's we, going on. we have a text thread that we're not sure if it's a, like a, a friend's conversation text thread or like a time capsule for three people who feel like they're mentally deteriorating. <laughs> who are like, here's something I like a lot. Here's something I like a lot. Never forget this. So we can always look through this. Right, man? Yeah. Uh, but the, the text, there's so much on there that like, if it, any kind of media or anything I want to keep tabs on, it's buried within an app, you know, it's like <laughs> 400 texts on there. But, um, but a true, uh, a true joy to have on podcasts. Gabrus, I like to call Rogers coined at the comedy juggernaut. So, uh, so thanks for doing the dumbbells, buddy. It's oh, a treat having you. Please. It's a pleasure to be here. I have one word of warning and you can leave this in or edit this out, but No, leave it in. Leave it I in. have a, I have a delivery arriving which I forgot about when I agreed to do your podcast in about 4 minutes. I'm I'm going to keep an eye on it. I just got to run out and handle that and then uh sure. Uh, but, uh, I'm sure it'll all work out perfectly it'll, for everybody. It'll be great. I mean, yeah, Gabrus, you know, Gabrus came through, uh, Eugene was supposed to record this, but he was shooting today. We were trying to thread it in the needle, thread in the needle. And guess who's not shooting today? <laughs> <laughs> Gabrus was shooting yesterday though. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I was, I'm glad I don't have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, what was it yesterday? Was yesterday the commercial? Yeah. I shot a commercial yesterday. Yes. That's great. I and don't know then, if uh, anything will happen with it, if it airs or anything i don't give a shit i'm just excited to work a day and see other people <laughs> yeah. and and look at someone that and a different wall than i have in my fucking house right now it is exciting to um to like for what they do for like all the sag stuff is you get tested a bunch and they make it as safe as possible so it is this weird thing where you just get to kind of like go play and everything's kind of safe so you can relax. Yeah, and, you know? and, and they're like the second an actor has their mask off, like everyone, they're like a different set of rules is around. So like then everything changes again and it's like you feel <laughs> as safe as humanly possible. Um, a BRB, Stanger, cover for everyone. Start start asking, uh, you know. Start, yeah, so I'll, I'm going to explain to everybody. What's... Do a couple of ads. Let's talk <laughs> Magic Spoon. Right yeah, back. we already did. Uh, I'm going to explain what's going on. So you guys, uh, I recently, if you haven't been listening to the show, I recently um, got uh, an outdoor sauna uh, installed, I guess you could say, um, at my in my backyard where I live in Los Angeles. It's been something I wanted to do for a long time. There's uh, a lot of purported health benefits to regular sauna use. 
And it's something that Eugene and I have been talking about a ton on the show. Gabrus and I talk about it a lot on uh, on his podcast and on Action Boys the podcast we do together. And so I've been wanting to do it for a while. I've been I had a gym that I was going to for years that had a sauna. I picked it because it had a sauna in it. So I was regularly doing sauna at that gym, really enjoying it. You know, just kind of anecdotally liking the the health benefits that I was getting Stand from. By. Uh, Gabrus had just stepped back into studio. Uh, I, I like the health benefits that I was getting from it just anecdotally without even really being able to, it wasn't like I had, you know, monitors or, or, uh, you know, ways that I was able to control my own personal level of health outside of just kind of how I was feeling, but it became a real, uh, integral part of my health regime and fitness regime. So cut to, you know, well, I'll, I'll say this. I had been kind of toying with wanting to get one installed in my house just because it was extending a lot of um, time on to my workout schedule. And, uh, you know, it's you don't always have time to do, you know, full, you know, weight training uh, session plus cardiovascular session plus sauna, you know, starting to feel like I was gone a lot. And so I was thinking, oh, maybe, maybe there's some way I could get one installed in the house or figure out how that worked because it was something I wanted to do every day. So cut to the pandemic and the quarantine rules being enforced and encouraged, I, uh, I, I wanted to accelerate what was happening. So I think like in March, I really started, I'd been kind of circling for a while, but then I really started to, um, you know, make the, all the necessary moves I would need to get that in, start doing my research and kind of, um, Gabrus is officially back. So I, Heat Gabrus, shock getting, proteins, let me catch you yeah. up. <laughs> You're not wrong. So I, I'm giving, I'm laying out the ground, the ground, uh, like the groundwork that it took for me to kind of get to where I got the sauna. Yeah. And so right now I'm, I'm telling them about the research that I'd been doing. So, which is like something you guys should know is Stanger is sort of legendary for it. He doesn't have the classic academic, you know, like you don't look at him and go, this guy's an academic, but when he <laughs> wants to buy something, this motherfucker knows more about it than <laughs> anyone I've ever, if the purchase is over, there's got, there's some number in his head that if the purchase is over it, he knows everything about, you will not make that purchase without calculating. Uh, yeah, it's, if, if it stings, you know, the pocketbook a little bit, or if it's coming out of Stone's college fund, I gotta <laughs> yeah. make sure it's worth it for daddy. If I'm rifling through, is selling off his Pokemon cards? <laughs> uh, legendary research freak, not an intellectual, but a research freak, uh, for- You can be you know, both, and you can be yeah. either. You're one. <laughs> yeah, I'm one. <laughs> and, uh, so I started doing this research, and, uh, to, to kind of fall in line with the, um, to the health benefits that I had been reading about and what got me excited about doing sauna initially, I wanted to get a traditional uh, finish sauna or dry sauna um, as opposed to infrared. Uh, I haven't done a, pr a lot of personal research on the infrared outside of kind of what they, what they purport to be the health benefits of their sauna. Like if you, if you go there, there are places that do have infrared and they'll say, Oh, it does X, Y, and Z. I've done it once or twice. It feels good. Or it I, feels. I. I it feel. It's like a. It's like a tug job. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> all right, this is fine. I'd prefer more, but if this is all I can get in this hotel, <laughs> yeah, you do. If this is all you, I can get in the hotel gym. Is the, this tug job? I mean, uh, sauna, <laughs> infrared sauna. <laughs> Sorry, I, you gotta be careful with that analogy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 
You're like, that's what I say for infrared saunas. And like, my wife divorced me, but I was like, it was a tr- true misunderstanding that we'll never overcome. But uh, yeah, I'm you just do, laying like, the I, groundwork for when on a hotel receipt is the word tug job. And I'd be yeah. like, you know how I call saunas? They're in jobs. on it. <laughs> I don't know. They're in on it. They listen to my show. Uh, it's an inside joke between me and the Marriott. Um, <laughs> interesting that the Marriott has that on the menu, too. It's continental <laughs> breakfast, tug job, uh, subbing for yeah. uh, infrared sauna. But uh, I, I uh, yeah, so when I did the infrared sauna, I felt I, you surprisingly sweat. And um, I guess it, it uses infrared and it heats you internally. Again, I don't know much, that much about it, so I can't speak but from... Also, you're a classic, like, and I, this is another thing you and I have in common, is we're sort of like really... Yes, we are one foot in the digital age. We're figuring that out. But like, we're really old school in that way of like, in like the idea of like health and lifestyle and shit. So like, and also the idea of like reaching out to people like other communities, like the Finnish and Scandinavian people who like have demonstrated the powers of dry sauna. So like, I'd like trust it. I trust that. And, and, and then I, I, and I don't know if it's psychosomatic, but when I hit a real dry sauna, like one of these cedar, like, it really hits different than uh, infrared. And I don't know if that's like, like my brain is primed to like, cause this is what I want because I'm a classic guy who likes the idea of like, this is what Wim Hof and fin- and finish and like Laird Hamilton and shit do. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, I, I, I'm totally with you. I mean, I was, cause I was even talking about, uh, early on when I wanted to get the sauna, like how I, I could just go, I, I read the studies, but I was just going based on my own anecdotal experience. Like, Oh, I actually do feel markedly different when I'm doing this regularly. And so I haven't done enough of the infrared to know. And the reason I kind of steered clear as far as how I was going to allocate my time was one access and two, the, the research that I had read, uh, for the largest studies, um, that were a third party that weren't, you know, the sauna manufacturer saying, hey, this is what we figured out, was uh, for a traditional sauna. And I think that's purely because they had access to all these people that regularly do it in Finland. So these, these studies do come out of, of Finland because it's like they can get, you know, 5,000 people that are doing it seven days a week. Right. You know, in these specific parameters, whereas, you know, the, the population of people that regularly infrared may be smaller. So, you know, that's that. So a lot of the research that I read um, was from this Finnish study. And a lot of people have picked up on that research. I first got access to it or was introduced to it by Dr. Rhonda Patrick, who we've all mentioned before on Tim Ferriss's podcast. And she's since gone on to have a really successful kind of career as a longevity doctor and researcher. And she's got a podcast podcast called Found My Fitness um, dot or found my fitness. So if you can, you can look her up through there and a bunch of, she always, she does the research, a lot of interesting, exciting stuff. Some of it's way out there, you know, who knows? It feels would, a little, would, it feels a little poppy, like a little pop yeah, science, for sure. but, but whatever, whatever your tolerance of someone who like, she's on like the informative end of the Joe Rogan spectrum. Like she's a, like, yes, she's one of Joe Rogan guests, but like, she's not one of like, she's on the spectrum of like, tr- trust us. She's not that fucking crazy. Doesn't seem too snake oil. I mean, she, <laughs> yeah. she does, she does have degrees. She was a researcher and she doesn't um, sell saunas. <laughs> no, it doesn't sell. The them. most important no. thing to me truly is if the person is not like, and then of course my sauna pants will get yeah, you that experience. I don't think she has any supplements. No, she, she sells like, like 
Yeah, you can buy like her research. You know, she does like a Patreon, I think, and yeah. then she also um, sells a uh, uh, something that helps you like organize genome work. Like, so if you get your genetics tested, you can. You, she has this thing that you can have access to that like tells you if you fall in certain gene criteria for gene <laughs> mapping, like if you're at risk for certain kinds of cancer or Alzheimer's and stuff, something like that. But it, but but anyway, so I I started getting into it through her, experimented with myself, you know, Gabrus and I and and Ben Rogers and Eugene were all kind of talking about it and dabbling. And he definitely, I had always liked the sauna. I'd always like when I was at a place that had a sauna, I'd always use it because I'd be like, oh, this is so fun. Like, even when I was like too young, and then I think that's like my Vegas, like, I like that classic kind of Vegas experience too. So, like, the Schwitz, a Schwitz, like a saunas and steam rooms became a thing. And then I lived in the city and we would do that at like Korean spas or like the Turkish baths and stuff. So, it always been something around that I would do. And so, then when I came to LA and met someone who's into saunas and like learned like the positive. I always just liked it for like the vibe. Now I'm yeah. like, Oh fuck. Now, now I miss, it's like the thing I miss the most from uh, my gym closing. Yeah. So s similar. I, you know what? Weirdly though, I, when I was before I knew what was going on or, you know, had kind of picked a lane, I would do, I liked the steam room a lot. I was like, Oh man, it was a little, to me felt a little bit more accessible, you know, and I liked it when it smelled like the eucalyptus. Eucalyptus. Me and my brothers used to, uh, when we were in Vegas, we like went to the gym every day because that's how Long Island we were <laughs> when we were on vacation with our <laughs> hey, family in Vegas. Gotta go to the gym, bro. <laughs> they, were, they were like, it's $30 a day on the, and we were like, <laughs> we had gone six days and <laughs> signed our name every time and oh, didn't, didn't realize. Even know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we we started hitting the sauna there and then the steam room and we used to call it eucalyptronics. We're like, we gotta get the eucalyptronics, bro. Cause we were so that's, into the mentholated feel. That's so funny. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I was like the same, like I said, like I just was like uh, steamer. I just felt, I mean, it's probably cause it's easier, you know, it just straight up doesn't get as hot in there. Right. And so it doesn't take as much to kind of build up the tolerance and it's a little bit of a tea or not, not a tease, but, um, uh, like a little bit of a mirage because you feel like you're sweating more, but it's just because there's humidity Shit landing you on do, you yeah <laughs> yeah you do sweat but it's just more moisture in there right so anyway you know like upon reading the research and doing my due diligence with it i figured out that the sauna the the traditional sauna really gives you the benefit because of the extreme heat that you're able to access in there so like say a steam room gets is getting you 160 degrees you know a traditional finished sauna is going 180 to you know over 200 degrees and so because there's moisture in the air in the steam room, you just can't get as hot. But because the sauna is dry, you know, that shit fucking can crank. And I think that's why, you know, it's such such an external heat stressor. Also, if the steam hit like 200 degrees, it would scald your fucking face. True. Like, yeah. like, like it would be like so dangerous. Like steam can get that hot, but it would be insanely dangerous. It's like how you cook meat. <laughs> like right. sous vide right. your fucking neck. Right. <laughs> I, I feel like this happened like the last episode. I feel like my dog's like chewing wires under the <laughs> making me fucking nervous. <laughs> she's a lot. She's a puppy kind of still. I mean, she's almost a year and she's like a lot better, but it's still like every once in a while she'll go like fucking crazy. We're just like, wow, still a little unpredictable here. But um, she's like getting a little antsy with all this sauna talk. Um, so, so yeah, so I started doing this research and I'm like, okay, so what, how can I get a finished sauna, uh, 
to me? Like, how can I make this work? The, the restrictions that I had is that my house is extremely small. I have a really tiny house, not a lot of square footage there. So the idea of converting a room or adding a room on it in my house was not only cost prohibitive, but also just space. I just didn't have the space. Like, like the st- my mother-in-law and father-in-law have like a stall sauna in like their sure. bathroom because they have like a big enough space. And it's like, it's a, ni- it's a nice experience. It, it, it can work. And I, I can see how people go pull that off. But we also have like the, uh, and I, going along, knowing your space, you, you do have some yard space. And we do live in Southern California, which is like, you can be in your yard more frequently. Like it's not as crazy True. to use your uh, to walk an open air path. Like if you had something that was like twenty feet away from your house in the northeastern winter, you would probably skip skip it way more too. I mean, I would yeah. like that because I like the cold and the sauna. No, back it'd to be back. cool, dude. Yeah, jump out. Yeah, cook it's like and then jump in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that shit at the hot springs. Like when I was in the Yukon and in Montana, you like get out and dive right in the snow and you're a speedo and fucking rub it all over your body, and then jump back into the hot springs oh man it's fucking yeah, rolls it's primal <laughs> yeah so yeah i think they have they have these prefab things that you can get for in your house like if you have space or like in your garage or something that are pretty cool that are that are small they're almost like a phone booth yeah and they're they're right inside and you take little tiny heater you know you could probably get it with like a 120 volt and uh because it's a smaller space and just crank in there so if you got the space you could look into that so for me, what I had to do was find something, um, you know, on the ex- in the exterior. And so, you know, being into those guys like Laird Hamilton and XPT and all that shit, I would see that these kind of barrel saunas that these guys had. So and if you picture a barrel on its side, that's what these saunas are like. And but so, they're like Hobbit house sized. And, yeah, like, yeah. and they look and like I don't forgive me they look cute as fuck i want like like it looks good to have in your yard it doesn't look like yeah. a fucking weird doesn't look like a nautilus or a swing set or some shit no, yeah. No, they're, 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 yeah they're oddly cute um and it's like oh look at the little barrels cute <laughs> right, so exactly. i i started looking into those and then i'm like okay well why i wonder why the barrel shape and what's the benefit and so what i what i could kind of gather from that is it comes down to cubic feet and so uh, you you know, you need, uh, especially in California, you can you can't have a lot of those saunas are wood burning. You can't have like a wood burning sauna in California; it's illegal. And so you have to use an electric heater. And they have a lot of uh, Havari is the kind of heater that I have. There's all these different kinds of electric heaters from Finland. They do it because they're so popular in Finland. A lot of the gyms, that's what they have, just because it's not cost effective for them to you know use all that material every day to like you know, constantly be heating this, you know, shoveling, you know, wood in there to heat the sauna. (laughs) So they use these electric heaters and you want, you know, you need kilowatts, a certain amount of kilowatts for the amount of cubic feet you have. And because it's a barrel shape, it minimizes the amount of cubic feet you need. So if you think about it as being like a big box, um, you, you wouldn't be space. like, and you're never like standing with your head completely up into the top left corner or your feet all the way down to like the bottom left corner of a box. Cause yeah. be- and the way you, the way they lay out the benches, it actually makes sense that it kind of cups you a little bit. If you're sitting face, like if you sit across from each yeah, other, kind right? of that's, that's the hit you take on this barrel sauna is that you don't, you can't put yourself into the hottest part of the sauna you know, because if you have, you know, most saunas will have a little headroom and then the bench will be high because the heat rises. So you can kind of sit up in that heat. And so, you know, like I sit with my knees up on the bench um, in this barrel 
and so, but I'll, I'll, and I'll get to, you know, my experience with how to heat it and everything, but yes, it's what you're saying is true. Like you're, there's a lot of wasted space that you're heating in those big barrels or in those big square rooms and that you don't have with a barrel, which is kind of nice. So in doing my research, I just straight up looked for like what, uh, who, what, what Laird Hamilton, who he was using, Rhonda Patrick, who they were using, where they got theirs. And so I came across this company called Nordic Sauna and they happened to be based out in LA in Van Nuys. And so I started talking to this guy, Joe Cruz from them, and they partnered with me a little bit, um, you know, and kind of giving me a deal if I would talk about it on the show and stuff. But, you know, this is, it's not cheap. Like doing this, you know, it, it, it is going to cost you a little bit, but, um, but I was able to kind of work out a deal with them, which is nice. And so, and I would be talking about this stuff regardless. It's not just, they didn't approach me like I approached them. I was going to do it regardless. And <laughs> so I started talking to them and about what I wanted and what I kind of needed. And so they advised to go with this company called Dundalk and they're like, they're, they're a vendor that sells Dundalk products. They sell their own stuff. They do custom saunas, but they also sell these kits that are made by Dundalk. And that's what my sauna is. It's a Dundalk sauna. And it's, uh, it's this company that's out in Canada. And so it's like a kit that, you know, is just the, just the wood to make the barrel and the benches and all that stuff and the, and the hardware and, you know, with instructions and all that shit. And then you buy like the heater separate. And so I did all this through Nordic sauna. And what I was kind of, what I kind of found in talking to them was like, there's a lot of companies, you know, Alico and all these different companies that are doing saunas and they've become more popular now, but they'll, they'll just do the initial design and then they'll use a, like a manufacturer that's out of country and, uh, and then they're kind of wipe their hands of it. So you order it, it gets shipped from wherever, some, some other country. And then it's just, it's called the drop ship. It's at your house and then you put it together and, you know, hopefully it works. <laughs> hopefully you're able to put it together. Hopefully there's no issues. That's kind of the, like, they're done with it. So I, I have talked to people that have had good experiences with some of those. So it could be an option. It's more cost effective. I've also talked to people that have had issues and that when the stuff doesn't fit or doesn't quite work right, that there's really no, there's no, there's nobody to complain to. It's like, you're just kind of done. So the good thing about partnering with Nordic sauna was, um, I had, I had some issues and I was able to just to talk to them and then they, they dealt with their manufacturer they were using and they were able to get it fixed and kind of troubleshoot. So, so that was kind of cool. Which that is was like beneficial. the benefit of getting into that third party situation. Like yeah, there's some yeah. cons, if, but at least the pros is there's like a middleman to be like, there, there handle this that, shit, please. Like, yeah, Cause it's, it's highly specialized. Like there it's become more popular, but people like do not, are not used to like dealing with fucking sauna installation, you know, manufacturing and all this kind of shit. There's just a bunch of weird shit. And it's like, I mean, this, this thing like showed up at my house in a giant pallet, um, that was just on the ground. You we, know, and I was like, we live in like maybe the one city in America that would have like people that specialize in sauna installation and we don't have it. So that's how yeah. like cutting, like if a city were to get it, it would be this city be and LA. we don't have it. Yeah. So that's like how cutting edge we maybe. are here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you know, it just shows up on this big pallet. And so I was just like, fuck, what do I do? And so like, I called the guy cause I, I was like, I don't, I don't want somebody messing with it or whatever. I couldn't, I didn't have time to put it all together that day. And he's like, Oh, you just pop it open. The, the parts are lightweight. You can carry those all into your backyard behind your fence, you know? Anyway. So <laughs> it was nice to have somebody to call. Um, 
and so to tell you guys a little bit about Dundalk, it's all it's from all the woods from Canada. It's Canadian red cedar, so it's like this really nice kind of aromatic uh, red cedar. So it smells really good, and uh, it's all kind of like tongue and groove style. Like it fits together. Use a little bit of hardware to kind of get it together, but a lot of it's just how it naturally fits together. I I do recommend you use a uh, somebody that's good with that's really handy, uh, like a builder. Because <laughs> I mean, professional. they say if, yeah, they you, say I'm, that <laughs> yes, a professional. They say you could do it with two people that kind of know. You know, I, I mean, you definitely want somebody that can like use a so- fucking table saw and all shit. <laughs> if I was just trying to do it by myself, it would be I'd be divorced. I, I, <laughs> right, right. I'd be missing a hand. And the this is not, not judgment be- on you, but that might that might not be true for all your listeners, but it was definitely true for you and would be true for me too to give you yeah. 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 Some of you guys are handy. You may be all right. Definitely two people. But anyway, I got my brother in law who builds furniture and shit and is like a like a like total woodsman wizard i mean it's what he does he's a contractor all that shit so he came down and put it we put it together and uh it's really slick so i'm going to post some pictures uh on our social media of like the building process like how it all goes together and oh you got i had to you gotta dude (laughs) i'm gonna do it dude i'm gonna do it hey gotta bro uh and i uh uh i had to have an electrician come out because uh i have so my sauna is six by seven um, or seven by six by seven. So seven, seven feet tall and six feet long, I think, or, or vice versa. And it's got a little bench on it. Um, you know, you'll see in the picture, but, uh, I had to have an electrician come out cause I needed an eight kilowatt heater. And so I had to get a 240 volt, um, outlet set up that, that, that is pretty involved from electrical standpoint and it's running like 40 amps. And so I needed like conduit and trenching and all this shit done. So there was some significant electrical stuff that needed to happen. And so, uh, you know, you had to, ha- I'd have a separate breaker put on my box and all this shit. And so there, there is a little bit of an operation cost to get that going, um, and run that heater. I had another heater in there for a while. This is another cool thing about Nordic. That was cool for them. They, the heater that I picked initially wasn't working the right way. Um, I didn't feel like it was getting my sauna hot enough. And so they switched it out and gave me another one. And so this motherfucker cranks, dude, this Havari eight kilowatt that I have, like I can get that thing over 250 degrees. It's too hot. Like I, I was running it like I had the old heater in there and I went in there and I felt like my eyelashes were smoking. <laughs> it's like 250. I was like, <laughs> like I couldn't even breathe. It was so fucking hot. So I had to kind of make some adjustments, you know, to make it. Yeah. <laughs> but now, but now it's like, it's, it's working perfect. So anyway, it's up, it's going, it's working well. I've used it every day since it's been installed. Um, and it's been a true dream to have. I mean, I can't, I, I, I have true affection for it. I asked the listeners, Gabrus, if they had some questions. Is there, I don't know. Do you have any questions, Gabrus? I have Anything a couple of quick questions if you want to yeah. run me through it. Where does your sauna sesh fall in your day schedule? Is it because I know some people who are like upon rise people so they can bang it out before their first shower or are you a post workout cool like quote unquote cool down uh, in the sauna or could to keep that body temp up for an extended period of time or are you like it's a separate sesh kind of guy because I know a lot of people do it uh, a variety of ways. A lot of people like it pre bed like pre bed. Yeah. Before bed. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, for me, I like it anytime is like cool, like uh, first thing in the morning is kind of neat, you know, breaking the seal and sweating. It feels like you're waking yourself up. But I would say, and then pre-bed can be really cool, like just, just especially if you're doing cold plunge too. Like if you did like sauna, like heat and cold, heat and cold back and forth like 15 times and then went right into bed and like like optimum like 65 degree temperature. <laughs> cave just bed, s- just die yeah, in a just, cave bed. Oh. Yeah, sleep like a rock. But um, I, I find that I most consistently do it post-exercise and I, I, I feel like fucking crazy good when I do it right after like a high intensity interval training. So it's like, you know, something where I'm doing some hit, um, you know, cycling or whatever. So high intensity when, this, when, when you're hitting in the aerobic range and you're getting, and you're yeah. getting some, uh, getting some pre-sweat going in pre-sweat. And then right into the sauna after that, as like Ben Rogers just, once said, like, uh, boiling hot water for pasta, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, like, yeah, you know, like yeah. you don't have to ramp up as much, which is like yeah. how I start. That's what I started. To, Cause I was taking for a while. I was doing post gym sesh, but I wanted to hit the shower before. So I didn't go in a little, so I don't go in too dirty. Because yeah. I'm sharing it with people, so sure. I went. I was doing cold shower there, then getting into it, and then get, uh, doing my session, then getting out. Then I started doing hot shower post car- uh, gym and cardio, and I like that more. Then get yeah. into the sauna, and then cold after all that to yeah. bounce back. And but same, Th- that's where I'm at. I'll uh, um, I I I it's, I have it set up too to get an outdoor shower in my backyard, uh, which will just be cold water. Um, oh, that'll be the dream. You can do like, yeah, dips in and out. Like you can like mess around with like doing a twenty minute sesh, hitting it. Twenty minute sesh, hitting it. Twenty like you know you can mess around yeah. with like the ability to have that there is fucking nice. Yeah, so it'll be good. But I I'm saying like I like I like going in hot, and so that way I'm like already revving up. You know, because now I'm so used to that that when I just go in there, like if I don't have time to work out before, or I have to split it up or whatever. And I go in there just normal kind of core temperature. It takes me a while to get that feeling like I'm like, like I'm really yeah. cooking, you know? You start doing it's, some like light stretching and some light like movement, like light shoulder yeah. rotational stuff. Yeah. You're like, might as well get the K-Cals fired up here a little. <laughs> Why not? Why not? And I think, you know, there is some there is some benefit to doing it post-exercise in, you know, getting like a growth hormone response and it kind of, you know, you're getting maximum um, maximum benefit in your recovery, you know, and what, and how it can like aid recovery and reduce inflammation and soreness and all that kind of shit. So there's, there's something to be said about timing it up with your exercise like that. But I think, you know, as far as like the, you know, the, the, the longevity health benefit, it's, you know, anytime you can fit it in as often as you can fit it in, you know, three, three to four times a week, I should, I maybe for people that haven't listened to this podcast in the last 10 sessions or 10 <laughs> recordings just so you guys know this so that the purported health benefits come from three to five times a week 180 degrees plus for 15 to 15 at least 15 minutes 15 to 20 minutes the and most re, the most robust health benefits five to seven uh days a week 20 minutes 180 plus right yeah and for some people, like that is what the studies have shown is like the maximum benefit. But for some people, just the idea of like breaking a sweat is kind of nice. And I'll say a little mini side effect of the sauna 
is it is a little too hot for phones. It is a little weird to like go in there and like think about work because you're just thinking about not getting out. So there yeah. it is like it accidentally is a 20 minute like sort of semi meditation or you can like use it to read a book or play some peaceful music in your own personal song, whatever your situation is. I found that it ended up being like just the extra 20 minutes of quiet post-workout was kind of a nice moment in my day, whether or not it was, I mean, it was like, even if it only got to 165 or whatever, it was just like, it's probably a benefit to just like having your eyes closed, yeah. like unplug. I've been yeah. cheating though, because I, I just wear my AirPods and like leave the phone outside of there. And the AirPods survive? They survive. I got the Apple Care on them, so I said, "Like, what about what you know? Like, from sweating." And the guys like, if they short out for any reason, they'll get replaced. I'm not going to tell them that I'm wearing them in 200 degree temperature every day. Yeah, I'm wearing them on the fucking Deepwater Horizon fucking oil rig. <laughs> this is exploding. Yeah. Uh, this passed through a dog. Uh-huh, you know. Hey, I got the care. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. You know, and as far as these health benefits, they're fucking wild, dude. They're like reduction, reduction, and it reduces your chance of dying for any reason. Whatever the fra- that, all the fra- cause mortality. I was about to say the phrase that I is burned in my head is "all cause mortality," yeah. which is crazy. You're less, <laughs> you're less likely to be murdered. I mean, <laughs> yeah, whatever you like, name it. It's hard to kill someone in a sauna. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a lot of people in saunas getting car accidents. <laughs> That's 20 minutes a day. You're not driving. It's like how most people die. Like, yeah. And probably, t- and probably the joke I made to you and Rogers was what if doing, you found out that doing 20 minutes of sauna only added 19 minutes on your life. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so funny. And you're like, you're just losing a minute every time. Losing a minute. <laughs> Took me a year to get that joke. But <laughs> yeah. So I'm funny. not sure it's a joke or I get it either, but you know what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> no, I, it's it's funny. It is a joke, and I and you get it. <laughs> hey, everybody! Big Rye here. I wanted to take a minute out of this episode and uh, and tell you about this sponsor we have called BetterHelp. Is there something that's interfering with your happiness? Um, maybe something's preventing you from achieving your goals. I uh, I had an issue. I've told you guys about before where I was, I was compulsive eating. I didn't realize what it was, but that's what was going on. And, you know, this is a health and fitness podcast. I, you know, I had, uh, you know, I'm telling you guys about fitness stuff and health stuff. And, you know, one of my goals was to, you know, improve my health and, uh, in my eating habits. And I was, I was having a real hard time with that because I was suffering from this, you know, compulsive eating disorder. I didn't even realize at the time. And it took me getting some professional help, uh, to give me the tools that I, that I, that I needed to address that issue. And I finally got over it and, uh, you know, improved and my health improved and, you know, felt great achieving that goal, but I didn't, I didn't have the skills alone to handle it. I needed some professional help. Um, I wish I had access to something like better help, you know, but I, I, I was at this, you know, this, this time where I had to go and shop around to a bunch of different therapists and, you know, you're having to, you know, travel and, you know, meet with these people and, uh, you know, it's, it's a hassle. It's uncomfortable and awkward. If you don't want to, you know, decide to, to get therapy from them, you kind of have to break up. Um, and, you know, it's also, it may prevent you from even getting the help that you need because you don't want to go through the hassle. 
So BetterHelp comes in and they assess your needs and they match you with your own licensed professional therapist and you connect in a safe and private online environment. So it's so convenient. Uh, BetterHelp's not a crisis line. Uh, it's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Uh, a lot of good benefits to using BetterHelp. You can send a message to your counselor anytime. You're going to get timely, thoughtful responses. You can schedule these weekly uh, video or phone sessions, whatever you want. And, you know, whatever, you're, whatever you need, whatever you're up against, uh, they have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. You know, you may live in an area where you don't have access to therapists that, that deal in the specific um, concerns that you have. And so using better help is going to get you, uh, you know, get you access to these people and know that anything you share is confidential. So with better help, you're getting convenient, professional and affordable care. Um, you don't have to listen to me ramble about it. You can check out their, uh, their testimonials that are posted daily on their site. So many people have been using better help that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 States. So, uh, join everyone that's getting help from these guys. Uh, I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash dumbbells. But uh, yeah, so, you know, you got to take all these observational studies with a grain of salt. I will say that the the percentages are staggering. Like the numbers are so big, and uh, you know, as far as like sixty percent, you know, seventy percent, like that kind of shit, they're throwing around, and they do factor in for healthy lifestyles. So that is taken into consideration. It's not just because Gabrus and I had the same thought. Like, oh, okay, so if somebody saunas for seven days a week, they probably don't smoke. They probably <laughs> exercise. They probably what 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 is giving them the health benefit? And they did supposedly factor in for healthy lifestyles, which is good. And so also does, in in these Scandinavian countries, uh, they might not be as like bad of a diet because they're not America. They're not living in America, but they might not live that healthy of a lifestyle outside of the sauna, which is part of their culture, like, which is part of sure. like a thing that you might smoke fucking, uh, you know, hand rolled cigarettes and drink cognac, like, or, uh, all day long or whatever. Some Scandinavian drink Aquavit. You just drink Aquavit <laughs> all day long. And now I might be venturing into racist territory. I don't even know. <laughs> You're all right. You're safe. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, you drink a bunch of Aquavit. Like those guys also hit this. Those people also hit the sauna seven days a week. So yeah. it's, like if it's they're showing it over there like that it could be good for you as a thing like just adding it like not even doing yeah. anything else in your and you guys also convinced me like i always like it's my favorite part of the my gym sesh and then you just convinced me like that one day where you were like if you're ever not feeling like going to the gym just tell yourself just going to do the sauna yeah you can just take yeah. the sauna and take a cold shower your favorite thing and then you go there and then you're like I'm about to fucking, ah. yeah, I might as well just do 20 minutes on the bike. It's like, oh, I do 20 fuck? minutes on the yeah. bike. Let me just, now let me hit the, let me do five, five by five bench. And then I'll hit, you know, next thing you know, you're like accidentally working out, which is nice. A spoonful of sugar. I mean, anything you can do to like positively associate, uh, to add a positive association with your gym experience. I was just talking about with my sister and she's, uh, 
she's kind of dreading having to go through getting in shape again. And I'm like, what? You have to address where the dread is coming from. You're putting too much of an expectation on yourself. Right. So just whatever you're freaked out about or or don't want to do, don't fucking do it. So find out what you like. I kind of like this. Great. Do that one day a week to start. And yeah. then you're from already there, something doing will happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'll either start doing it more or be like, well, no, that's not exactly what I want to do. Uh, yeah. But I, sheer dread is like you got to address that and find out where that's coming from and then remedy it so that it's not, you know, there's no you don't be a fucking hero, you know. Uh, it's it's not financially viable for everyone, and but there are different layers of financial fucking uh, me, uh, you know problem with this uh, idea. But like for me, when I'm not feeling the gym that much, I like promise myself a, like back at, like when I went to like more globo type gyms, I like w- would promise myself like a p- post a workout, yeah, a new car every time you're going done. through fucking Audi A fours like a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> You just had to re- I'm go- like <laughs> going through a- convertibles like fucking Jackie O. <laughs> <laughs> just those random Rat Pack jokes that you're like, I think that's Ooh. a joke. I don't- yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. It's upsetting. The cadence, the cadence was in joke form. I don't know. It's kind of upsetting to hear, but. I cut you off. You go so post gym session what's the treat uh, like a post workout like a, sh- a, a smoothie or something like yeah. if you go to a globo gym or i use that with vacation uh workouts i'm like if it's like a the uh, i'm like oh then i'll go get like a big iced coffee post gym or usually like a smoothie that is protein based and not too much of like a calorie sugar bomb but like yeah. I, that could be a problem like too it. where you, but like that's the nah not if you do it not s- to get going right to exactly. get going yeah yeah, that's I my mean, like my brother loves pre workout. Like that's his thing is like if he's not feeling it, he's like, Well, I'll make myself some nice pre workout and like sip on that. That might jazz me up to get ready to go. Or at least just make my heart race while I sit in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> while I drink white claws. A <laughs> couple of chunky rails of Peruvian flake, baby. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I used Woo. I used to we used to in college do Xenadrin and Hydroxycut recreationally. Yeah. We would like pop handfuls before we went to the bar and shit. Be all fucking oh, nice. stay up to like four thirty in the morning, body temp running at like one oh three. You probably would have been better off doing the coke. You know? No, truly, coke would have been healthier. <laughs> yeah. But our, we were like so. I was like burning like thousands of calories and like I was like <laughs> dripping sweat. My metabolism was like through the roof, and I'm fucking wasted. Fucking drinking a dozen Jack and Cokes on top of all that. I remember doing like cutting stuff and like taking that shit or like mm-hmm. even like one of my friends got access to clembuterol one time and so we were doing clembuterol which was like a it was like an asthma drug on uh, like a bronchial dilator that was also a, a stimulant that people would do that they would stack it with steroids when they were like trying to get lean but we got like we were doing you clembuterol stack it you, with clembuterol and weenies as at least that was the culture of when yeah. in the 90s yeah. and early 2000s <laughs> so we were just doing the clen but i would drink water with it and i remember i had like a job interview at a gym and i uh, remember going like with like a suit and tie on and like having like a giant jug of water water and like just having that i brought that into the interview 
<laughs> they're like, I am on a cleanse cycle right now. And they were like, oh, of course, of course. Yeah, bring your totally water. Totally understandable, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, Put it with ours over there. And there's like a bunch of other jugs of water. All everywhere. different colors, all different brands, yeah. BCAAs. <laughs> yeah. The lime green one's me. It's Celtic. I like the no explode. No, that yeah. one is yours, bro. It's fucking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, be careful. There is uh, a few bottles of Mop and Glow. Over there, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. I don't know. Bruno it's not Aminos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, someone one time said, like, yeah, I, I started drinking coffee in college. I just needed it in the morning. I'm like, no, nah, I never drank coffee in college. They're like, well, did you, like, stay up late partying all the time? I'm like, yeah. They're like, how'd you get up early? I'm like, I don't really know. And then I remembered, I was like, I was on, I guess I was on, like, dangerous thermogenics, like, for, yeah. like, three years. Where I was like, <laughs> wake up in the morning. He's like, how'd you get ready to get through school? I'm like. I guess pop into Zennies, as we call yeah. them, every morning. I guess Ultimate Orange, which <laughs> yeah. got outlawed, but I... Bro, we used to take Ultimate Orange uh, before the working out, and then it was like, got so expensive, we started taking it exclusively before the first day of hitting <laughs> for football. I'd be like, all right, the morning of, it's like, can I borrow some of that Ultimate Orange for the first day? Because there's like, in high school football, a day when you stop when you're allowed to let the kids hit each other, I guess At the date, yeah. the rules are definitely different now, but when we went to high school, you had to have like two weeks of just like running around trying to make yeah. kids quit before they start putting on equipment. Right. So the first day of hitting is a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. And we would be like, meet up and drink ultimate orange after school together. And be like, <laughs> all right, we're ready to rock and just get fucking creamed out there. <laughs> It was like me and the one actual star middle linebacker were boys. We like worked out together, but he was like a true stud. But we go to the gym together, so everyone was like, these two guys are totally bad. Then on the field, I was just a fucking pancake machine, just getting absolutely destroyed. I do love you jacking up, though. Let's take a bunch of stimulants that we can damage our brains better. Let's enlarge our hearts to improve our CTE. Bro, my friend took Ultimate Orange during before a rugby match, sprinted down the field on the opening kickoff, which is a lot like American football. Like you just chase the ball, but you can retain possession because you're only kicking at 10 meters. So it is kind of like a, a dangerous game. So everyone knows that. So like, but my friend flies down the field, creams this dude. And I see I he stands up and I'm like, shit, Nelson, you fucking crush it, dude. And he's just like and throws up so much orange oh. and it's got like pills and shit and i'm like we're oh on so God. many pre-workout in the non-drug tested club rugby game jesus <laughs> i i uh i might have told you this story before but i was i was playing against um university of washington i think anyway i had one of those it was u-dub and i had a horrible horrible uh sinus infection just like awful uh and so, uh, just crazy sick fever. And so, um, I, they gave me a bunch of Sudafed before the game to like, you know, to knock the fever out and like open my congestion up. Cause I was just so congested. And so I had all this Sudafed and so, uh, <laughs> Sudafed has epinephrine in it. <laughs> yeah. And I had a fucking monster game. Like I was just like <laughs> killing people, just like flying all over the field and shit. Just unstoppable. But uh it is a um it is a diuretic. Yeah. And so after the game, uh we were walking you to, turn to a fucking they, raisin. You pretty much, yeah. yeah. They have a you know they charter your plane so we're walking on the tarmac to our plane and like my whole body just fucking cramps up. Like my my hamstrings would cramp, and then I'd try to straighten my legs, and then my quads would cramp, my chest, my face, like everything just like cramped. Like I, I was like on the ground in a ball, 
And so they had to start administering IVs to me right there on the ground <laughs> to get fluids in me because I was just so fucking dehydrated. So then they start pumping me full of fluids intravenously. And then, so I'm like, I have like this little trainer that's carrying a bag behind me. And then I'm like pounding a bunch of like water and shit. And then we're stuck on the uh, runway for a long time. And so as the plane's about to go off, I feel like I'm going to fucking piss my pants. Like I've now, never had now you just have so much water that you don't remember drinking that didn't go through your stomach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like in a fucking, like truly going to piss my pants. And so I tell like a flight attendant and she says, no, we're about to, we're about to take off. And so I was like, I'm not going to fucking piss my pants and sit here in my piss. And so while the plane's taking off, I just kept like shoving. I just pushed everybody out of the way. Everybody was trying to stop me. You and were you were a te- you were a fullback. Fullback, yeah. And like <laughs> flight attendants, everything, just like knocking them out of the way and finally got into the bathroom. And the whole time I have an IV attached to my arm. And so I've got this little trainer like, ah, like inside the bathroom with me while I'm like fucking <laughs> pissing all over the ground and shit. <laughs> while the plane, the plane is literally vertical, like on its ascent. You're like sideways in the can when you're fucking at your most broad shouldered trapped out. You're <laughs> yeah, like I'm 250 si- pounds <laughs> sideways pissing like you're fucking dude. That was, we used to have to, uh, uh, drive home like two hours from wherever we played club rugby when I played in Manhattan. And uh, you would also drink a ton of beer post game. So you'd be like dehydrated. Then you drink some water during the match and then you'd fucking drink a bunch of beer after. Then you get on like a two hour bus ride home with more beer. So we would pass around <laughs> fucking the empty water gallon jugs and just pass them around and guys would take turns pissing in them. Then we'd pull over to like garbage cans and just leave a gallon of piss there. <laughs> I was like fucking 30 at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so you have any uh, user, you have any listener questions about Sonic? Yeah, I was actually just pulling that up. <laughs> nice. Um, I love how we got to this somehow. <laughs> I'm like, it's good though. <laughs> Pissing in jugs. I'm like, well, let's get to saunas. Uh, this, this, so this came to us from our email, um, at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. If you have any questions for us, it doesn't have to be about Sonic it can be about anything health and fitness related or bragging or whatever you want. You can reach us at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. This is coming to us from, um, from Ben who says in the close, he says, by the way, go bears. Uh, that's that I was just telling a story about, about the cow bears. So yeah, go bears, Ben. That's what you say for cow people. Hi Stanger. I have uh, two questions for your deep dive sauna episode that might get long. So I'll summarize first <laughs> at what temperature and duration would a very hot bath become the equivalent of your 20 minutes in a 200 degree sauna? Are there any, and then number two is, are there any specific wellness or performance metrics, blood pressure, heart rate, variability, et cetera, that you see, uh, with your sauna use? Um, okay. So I'll, I'll summarize. He goes into more detail about the questions. Essentially, he's trying to figure out if a soak is going to give him the same benefit and then what would it be, what would it have to be to get the same benefit? And then as far as, um, recovery for my health, physical, what, what am I seeing physically or mentally that's, uh, improved with consistent sauna use? Um, Cause he's saying like the long-term all cause mortality is a great carrot, but um, it's such a generalized statistical factor. Uh, all right. Well, let's answer that first question. I it's not, I don't know scientifically, but I don't think it's the same because you are in water. 
So you're not dried out. Get, you're not getting the sweat out. You're not like dehydrating yourself as much in a hot tub as you are in a sauna. Because that's the same problem with the... Yeah, I, I think... Um, and also you can't be in like 160 degree water. Right. I, I think that... <laughs> so what... The question is like what, what it would take to... You know, because like me being inside the sauna doesn't raise my temperature to the ambient, you know, right, like right. temperature, you know. So what would the equipment, like how hot of water would I have to be in to get a comparable core temperature? I don't know. And I don't know if they've studied that. There's there's a guy I was reading about that did some w- did some research on baths um, in comparing them to sauna. And he found that he was able to get people some of the heat shock protein benefit. Um, it was a much smaller study though. It was like 10 or 15 people. So I, I think it is, I think you can maybe get close. I agree with Gabrus though. I don't think you're quite getting the extreme, the extreme heat that you're able to get with that sauna, that 200 degree plus temperature, 190 degree plus temperature. So you, you there probably has to be some level of drop off and some of the health benefits that they're able to kind of find are a little mysterious. They don't quite know why or how. You know, a lot of the heat shock protein falls under that category. It's like, wow, what what is it doing? I mean, those. It's interesting now because we're we're hearing a lot more about um, mRNA, messenger RNA, and all that kind of shit. And that is that is in that heat shock protein world. I mean, that's it's all those those proteins like binding with lipids and carrying shit through and moving through cell membranes and and helping with um, autophagy and all that kind of shit. That's a kind of fasting mentality too, of like how can you promote uh, health, healthy cellular die-off and negative protein clumping? Well, it's by you know using these like external stressors, whether it be um, food or heat or cold, um, you know, which we've kind of lost as we've um, as we've gotten a more comforted it up our lives. Yeah, exactly. Like as we have, you know, we're we're able to live in a better and better shelter. (laughs) Yeah. Better shelter, temperature control, access to food all the time, all that shit. So, you know, and, and I fully recognize that we are now in the weeds in bro science. Right. Right. Yeah. If you're like, if you're a real doctor or real researcher, spare me. I know that I'm, I'm making some crazy leaps with this shit. Um, but you know, Hey, listen, this is the world that we live in. Um, so, uh, you know, in regards to that, I'm trying to think of like where I read about this doctor's research. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, it, I feel like the far- second question is, uh, they're asking for personal or anecdotal experience from you. If you've done yeah, anything, he asked if, if I read this book by, um, Christ- Christine, um, Ashwanden, good to go. Uh, and it sounds cool. It's pretty thought provoking. He says it's debunking, of most recovery techniques outside of sleep and diet. Um, if a wet, uh, or dry sun or hot tub or bath feels great, that's good enough. In my mind, I'm, I, I agree with you. I, you know, and she's, listen, I haven't read this book. I'd be curious to read it. She's not wrong. I mean, those, those are like the gold standard for any kind of recovery you hope to experience. Um, that's truly, truly meaningful. And the most important, what you're eating and how much rest you're getting. No question about it. It's like I couldn't skip sleep and just do sauna and expect to get any kind of recovery. It it ain't going to happen. But, you know, you look at these freaks like Tom Brady, who's winning his 
you know, seventh Super Bowl at 43 years old. Something's going on there, and it's right. it's more than him just avoiding strawberries. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> There's a few extra things that he's doing, and I and I like as like a fucking weekend warrior want to figure out what that is and how close I can get to that. Um, I'll say, I'll say, uh, just anecdotally for myself, when I'm saunaing regularly, the only thing that I notice is different than when I'm not is I, I'm a, I'm very good at falling asleep, but in a day when I've saunaed, I really, I, and I thought it was always because I also exercise that day, but now I've like had days, these days where I exercise, but don't sauna. And I don't, I don't fall asleep as well as when I've sauntered. Like I think I get a deeper, easier sleep coming on. Yeah. So I think you know that, and that kind of works in tandem with the rest variable too. It's right. like, man, you know, if it does promote a deeper sleep or more de- delta wave sleep, yeah, then or help you, know, you getting... fall asleep an hour earlier if you were someone who lied lied awake at night, like that, like yeah. that, that that benefit alone makes it worth it. And I, you know, I've seen specific things on on the production of growth hormone as far as as far as recovery i'd love to see what christine ash walden thinks about growth hormone you too good for that huh <laughs> you sleeping and eating right but you're too good for growth hormone uh now as far as for me anecdotally i have v- extremely low blood pressure um and like a really low resting heart rate and it's gotten since i've done regular sauna like it's gotten lower and lower. Like it's it's noteworthy, you know. Like it's, you know, I'm like I'm averaging like under fifty beats per minute, you know, like that you're, kind of shit. You're an efficient machine. Yeah, and so you you've know a built, lot of that is you've from, built an efficient machine. Like yeah, and you some, fuel correctly. So some genetics there, but also you know that is something that sauna can do. You know that right that kind of heat regulation and all that stuff. Like it does lower blood pressure, and that's another benefit of heat shock proteins is. Their, their purpose that they serve in uh, cardiovascular health, cardiovascular health. Um, Cold exposure has been shown to have some uh, yeah. uh, well, positive you get benefits. Shock, you, sh- you get heat shock proteins from cold exposure. Whoa. Shock yeah, they just, just kind of throw it out there because it's like it was a, a response that they noticed uh, specifically to heat, but it's also from cold. And now they've just kind of ch- like chalked it up to like a stress response to any kind of external stressor. I love getting. a cold plunge. I love, yeah, dude. Uh, a, fr- uh, a friend of mine. We went to visit like a Tiff's friend in England, uh, outside of London, and they were. She was like, her new husband, who we didn't know, was like, I was gonna go. For, it was like the winter there, and she was like, I, he was like, I was gonna go for a swim in this pond that they kind of have set up, and if you go early enough, like it's just a few old blokes swimming around in like a big circle in this lake. It's freezing cold. I was like, bro. I am in, and like Tiffany's, our friend Anna was like, "What? He's actually in?" And I was like, "This is right in my wheelhouse." And it was a fucking great, and just a bunch of old fucking saggy dudes in little speedos and bathing caps and goggles diving off the dock into freezing cold water, and then standing around in hot showers with their big balls hanging around talking for like <laughs> ninety minutes after they hit the shower. <laughs> Once they're in the showers. That's, That's so again funny. what your listeners want to hear. <laughs> this is uh um this so some of these questions came in through Instagram. Um this is a comment. Zach Oyama, friend of the show, funny dude Zach Oyama says, immediately picture Jackie Chan joining you and then you guys fighting while it rolls down a hill. Uh that was in response to the picture of the barrel sauna that I showed, <laughs> which I thought was was cool and a good way to go, I think. Um this guy asks 
um, how much did it cost and does it cost a lot to run and maintain? You know, the operating cost to get it going was if you have to hire somebody to put it together, that can be expensive. The, uh, getting it wired for electricity, yes. Um, this The kind of sauna that I got is not, it ain't cheap. Um, but as far as running, um, I would say it's like a, a large appliance. So you're really only running it for an hour or so a day. And so, you know, maybe like 15 extra bucks a month, something like that. Nothing crazy. Could yeah. be, it could be less. You know, mine was a little higher because I was trying to figure out how long I had to run it. And so I was, I was running it too long. Uh, but you can get a little bit more, you know. Yeah, you'll get a little better, a little more efficient. Right. But that's for me overrunning it. It was adding like 20 bucks a month. So not, not a ton to run, like running a. Uh, like it, like slightly less than an air conditioner, but you're only running it for like an hour and a half a day or so. Uh, I posted a picture of it saying 100, 120 or 100 degrees Celsius. Uh, and uh, some guys like it only goes to 120. And, you know, we had to correct the guy that went to 100 that it, that was Celsius because <laughs> it, it was from Canada, right? <laughs> this guy, um, Ant, I. Uh, Kanki says, is it true that American sauna people generally don't throw water on the stones? If so, what's up with that? It is true. Uh, less water on the stones in America. And it's because they're usually electric units and not actual hot stones. Yeah, but mine, my, and a lot of the ones, if they have stones on top and they're the right temperature, you can throw water on it as long as the water's evaporating before it hits the heat element. Like the one I have set up now, you can do that. Um, and I, I don't, I like to stay in there longer. And so that one, like it gets unbearable for me if it's too humid in there. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's too intense, but sometimes I'll do it. Like I'll throw like as I have a, a finisher. A, what's that? Yeah. Like as a toss finisher, it on as a like, finisher when you're like about to get ready yeah. to get out to hit the cold shower. You'd be like, all right, let me blast myself off here. Yeah. Tug off, yeah. you know, try to get your climax timed with like the getting as hot as possible in there. <laughs> Correct mundo. <laughs> See it on the hotel receipt. It is a uh, it is a pet peeve of mine though. We and we were t- Gabriel and Rogers and I would talk about it a lot. Where people would like go crazy on the water in the gym sauna and then bail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just like they're like dumping water and then it gets like fucking crazy, like crazy hot, like you're gonna die. And then the person leaves. It's just like, dude. <laughs> you know, if you're, I mean, if you're gonna really hang in there and endure it, I guess. But also, if you're gonna fucking bail in two seconds, don't do that. Those are always the guys, the guys who come in and make the most noise who are like shadow boxing and shit yeah. like that. Those are the guys who are, can only be in there for like three minutes. <laughs> Lavin, Lavin, Lavin says, did you consider an indoor sauna? And if so, what led to outdoors drafting the pros and cons of both? So yeah, that was like, we, we touched we, on we that, touched on that earlier. If you have the space and you live in a temperate climate, outdoor is not a bad option. Um, Indoors, but you can get those prefab ones indoors, and they're pretty. They're a slam dunk. Uh, in my fa- uh, mother, in my in laws' old house, they had it on like their deck, like right next That's to, cool. like right outside, like so you didn't have to go that far. Um, but like not, you know, people don't have the, the same space everywhere. Obs, obs. Yeah, Frosty Peaches, who we know from Action Boys, has a similar question. Uh, just bought a house, planning on building my uh, dream garage that is part sex dungeon, part workout area, and part band practice space. No room for an actual car. I die for a sauna in there, though. It's negative thirty degrees right now. Any thoughts on saunas and sub-zero temps, and incorporating them into other buildings? Absolutely. Like we said before, use that prefab because um, you'll 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 have the insulation from your garage already. 
uh, they don't take up much space in there. Yeah, no, you they, probably don't like. You just need to get the power there. That's like the only difficult part. Well, if you have and the I, space a lot of those you can go. You can go into the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can go. Yeah, um, highly recommend that if if that's something you're looking for, especially in the cold weather. That'd be good to uh, end the day or you know kick it off too. Marcus, I do had a similar question about how much it increased the average power bill. We answered that. Um, Zachary Roberts says, I'm amazed that you can sit in that sauna at that boiling temp, um, at the boiling temp of water. The steam room at the Y I went to went up to 120 degrees and I was struggling. Is it because it's a dry heat instead? Yeah. Touched on that earlier. Yeah. I, I, it's, but the temperature that I'm sitting in there for 20 minutes is wild. You have to build up to that. So just, you know, if you're going to try it out, Zach, somewhere start with, you know, five minutes and then six, and then seven, and then eventually you'll be able to tolerate. But yeah, I'm not treat it. I'm, treat the fucking uh, what? What is it called in like uh, incremental gains? Do the same thing you do. Yeah, you pre- preach Microdose. for fitness. Yeah, preach for fitness. When you get up to twenty minutes, then be like, all right, well now I could do one sixty-five. Now I could try one seventy. Now I could try one seventy-five. You know, keep going that way too. Yeah, agreed. That's the way to do it. Um, that's pretty, that's most of the questions that people had. And I think we got, we touched on a lot of it. I'm going to do some follow-up episodes about it, but again, you know, oh, you've got to milk this fucking thing. <laughs> oh, baby. Hey, it's so much I get fucking 12, 13 episodes off this goddamn soda. According to my accountant. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam know. says you bring up that soda a few more times. It's okay, yeah. pal. <laughs> you can write it off home. Blah. Uh, Rhino Productions. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true passion for some reason. Um, but yeah, you know, maybe we'll broadcast in there, you know, once uh, I, I get some new equipment, I'll use, I'll take the old stuff in there or something and see how long I can cook. You know what you could do? Uh, if your if your AirPods work is hit record on like audio record app and go in there and just fucking stream of consciousness and then oh, yeah. release that as an episode. <laughs> I would. Yeah. People have tuned into my shit, you know, just me rambling about shit on there. I would. That would be an episode for me. Like, what is going on up in there? <laughs> Fucking Stanger solved it. What? Everything, man. You'll you'll uh, see. Um, yeah. So that was, you know. So again, it's it's a Dundalk sauna. Um, it threw. I got a Havari eight kilowatt motor. It's running on a 240 volts, 240 volt outlet, about 30, between 30 and 40 amps. And I, and I dealt with Nordic sauna to do mine and had, you know, I had a good experience and, uh, I've been, I've truly been using it every day and, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll get more into it. I'll maybe, I, I have linked before some of this, this finished sauna study research. I'll do that for you guys. So you can look at it, you know, a bunch of it's peer reviewed. Harvard's picked up on it. So it, it's worth taking a look at. Um, I think it'll get you guys excited about it. And you can look into like the sauna blankets and that kind of stuff. And maybe we'll do a little more research on the hot bath thing too. Cause that, that might be a way that people could kind of, you know, dads start taking baths and shit. You know? <laughs> Father's in the bath. Leave him alone. He's recovering <laughs> from his big bicycle for ride. <laughs> yeah. He's in this bath for gains. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Gabrus, I can't thank you enough for joining me on this special Big Bad Sauna episode. A true treat. Please, I had a blast. Uh, anything you want to promote, my man? If I get a chance to talk to Stanger about saunas, a rare occasion, <laughs> I'll take it, man. Uh, I've been, I love, come on, talk Peloton, talk saunas, talk bro science. 
I love it here on the dumbbells. Um, I got a couple of lanes. <laughs> a couple of lanes, and I'm fucking bashing into the lane lines right now. Uh, uh, check out a podcast I have with Ryan Stanger here and our, a third uh, mutual, if you will, Ben Rogers, uh, Bang Rajman. Um, the three of us have a podcast called Action Boys, which is on Patreon at actionboys.biz. A couple of Zs in there. The episodes are longer than the movies themselves, and I know that makes them sound impenetrable, and they are. They're not for everybody, but maybe they're for you. I'm, I'm happy to do my full spiel in front of Stanger here. Uh, I liked it. Uh, so they're behind a paywall. Yes, we have uh, 200 episodes behind the paywall, uh, but we do have like eight or 10 or 12 free episodes, which you can find wherever you get podcasts. Uh, Action Boys unlocked and loaded. Uh, check it out there. Get a taste. Get a sniff. You know, <laughs> get, get, a, get a whiff. Get a little whiff. Get a little taste, and then you're hooked. And then we got you for five dollars a month for life until uh, you ha- until you hear about Shadow Wolves. <laughs> you could keep upgrading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get you until your Society of Protectors, and we'll be able yeah. to defend the women. And then you'll get the Action Boys brand. It's not doesn't say Action Boys. It's more about Earth, Wind, and Fire, the R and B group. <laughs> We're big fans over here in this cult. How could you not be? Uh, and uh, yeah, Gabrus, uh, yeah, check out Action Boys. Check out High and Mighty. Um, if you guys have a question for us, uh, like that email that came in, you can reach us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com or you can hit us on social media. Hit us up on social media. Don't hit us. <laughs> uh, we are at the dumbbells on everything you can imagine. Uh, Friendster. Pin Pinterest Pinfield is <laughs> he's got a social media thing, all that shit. Uh, but we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, wherever he is filming right now, and our wonderful co-host today, John Gabris, uh, to train dirty, eat clean, and live in, in between. between, baby. That was a HeadGum Podcast.